0: It's 3 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Let's welcome your hosts, Miggy and Tom. Hey, how y'all doing? Yeah, dope. Yeah, I know, <laughs> Dusty. Dusty hooked us up. Yeah, Dusty hooked us up. I mean, let's uh, shout out to him. We got a new bumper on there. Welcome to Cannabis Legalization News. It's a Sunday. How was y'all? Sitting? Happy 7 Oh, yeah. 710, 710, 711, the day after 710. Miggy had some fun over in uh, Seattle. I was putting together patio furniture. It sucked. Moving. That's exciting. Yeah. Let me guess were you medicated during that time? Were you, were you impaired? Did you like take the screwdriver
1: and go crazy? You're like, ah, oh, I just
0: got to put shit all together. No. No, I, I was not. Uh, but uh, moving is just, and now I think we're pretty much settled, and so now I can really get into the grow room, which you know, big shout out into the grow room. Uh, I got, I got uh, pretty sweet setup. So stay tuned to Cannabis Legalization News for a lot more grow stuff. Our first grow thing is gonna be uh, a soil competition. Ho hum, uh, ho hum, <laughs> so hum versus uh, Fox Farm. It'll be fun. Nice. Yeah. And how long have you, have you, have you been uh, working in that one? On that one? Uh, I, I just started setting it up after I got mostly moved in. And so I had to get the reverse osmosis machine because our water in Illinois is so hard that it will give you an erection. <laughs> nice, dude. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, I, oh, good, man. I, 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 got, say, another, I got an awesome lead story. We got a lead story. That's going to be awesome. So, you know, thank you for sticking around for the lead story. It has to do with federal marijuana legalization. But Miggy's got a thing to say first.
1: Oh, I was going to say, dude, my 7'10", you know, uh, how I do when I do my activism, you know, it's very depressing. I mean, right, you're dealing with the law and people incarcerated and all the other fun stuff. But, like, what I did yesterday was it made it worth it. As as the industry becomes more and more, uh, I mean, Washington was
0: already ahead of the game. And now 17 now other states have caught up. Well, oh, well, yeah, we're definitely behind. It's too small of a market. It's too controlled and limited of a market. So like California's past Washington, Oregon's past Washington, maybe even Oklahoma, like with yeah, innovation yeah. and new products and the ability to get into and, and, and start a, a business is not that great in Washington. No, that's the big thing, right? The ability to get in and innovate.
1: And in early medical days, it was like that. And our events are still pretty like, you know, you always make fun of me when I talk about the the liberty. You know, as American citizens that we own, say if I own a piece of property or I rent it, you know, and I'm a law abiding citizen, I choose to have an event. And then I say, hey, and in this event, we're going to consume a lot of cannabis. You know, we all got COVID tested uh, uh, or whatnot, depending on what celebrity was there at the moment. Because um, in the beginning, it was a th- all day event, dude, for 710. It was such a fun no event, shit. dude. Uh, oh, it was, I mean, I had Doug Benson and Tommy Chung in the same building on the same day. And then yeah, at the, the end, was uh, right? that? Was it the dab roast? Yes, sir. It was it was his dabros. It was just like his season finale. Uh and during this time frame, yeah, it was so fun, dude. But it reminded me of like the events that used to be here in Washington. Like we'd have booths, people and vendors. Uh you could actually sample uh real products, dude. And I just want to show you like what the future and past like kind of looked like. So uh, I took some shots of some vendors there. This guy right here, you see this little toy train right here? That's a vape yeah. cartridge. He Don't made it he, he so he vape cartridge? Yeah, he upcycles to uh, uh like the little toy trains and puts inside of it something that will become like your your battery for your vague carts and he has a uh the upgrade kit. And then the other thing he did was he made it look like so if you're going to a concert and they ask you what that looks like or what it is, you say, "Hey, it's my my uh my phone charger." So, my I mean, he, he a little worker. And, and check this out. Same guy. It's a Pac-Man dab rig, rig machine you could actually play pac-man on this thing and uh, uh right there the little controller that's where you dab out of it uh and 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 check this out i actually saw so he sold this unit there to sean kemp are you familiar who sean kemp is sean kemp was a player for
0: the seattle supersonics in the 90s
1: yeah dude i mean i met the guy he's really nice you know and there's a big controversy about the store and the name and branding so he bought this from these guys and uh Uh, uh, It was pretty badass. And then uh, there was a couple other devices, but there's one picture in particular I want to show you real quick. This one right here. This is the the Epidemia 710. Uh, uh, Look at all the rigs.
0: Dang. That is a lot of dab rigs. Yeah. And then of so, course they have the oil, not the oil, they have the, the alcohol ready to clean up those rigs. You see the swabs right there and even a mask. It's uh, it's the legacy of COVID-19. Fortunately, most of that's gone. Uh, and in our lead story today, we have something about federal marijuana legalization. So if you want federal marijuana legalization news, it's coming at you. Uh, ex rep Robacher, yeah says that federal marijuana legalization is just around the corner and the trail to legal weed will be blazed by President Trump. <laughs> so says former U.S. Rep yeah. Dana Robacher. And so the House is in session. You know, like- it- Congress for two years. And, and then this is him, you know, on reporting from TMZ. We're trying to avoid a TMZ uh, copyright flag, which is why we're just allowing it to have the uh, the words on it. But uh, Robacher Farr is the people that's the, the Congress people that started the defunding of uh, the DEA against the uh, medical marijuana companies in uh, the mid teens. So it was like 2014. I think uh, budget item like section 542 was first added. And that has continued all the way to this budget. And this year is the first budget year where it's all state legal marijuana. The Department of Justice is defunded from doing anything.
1: I really wish, like, when I saw that video of Roebacher, you know, I'm like, oh, Dana Roebacher speaks out because people were like, uh, uh, you know, Roebacher, no way he would, you know, as a Republican, whatever, but he, he is the Roebacher amendment, right? Like, like somebody paid him off early and knew ahead of time like that, because I'm pretty sure he's still, I, I, I've heard that he's a cannabis consumer. I met some of his uh his man handlers at uh, events, you know, and they're like, oh, he's a great guy. I don't guy. think they're he's called
0: sir. manhandlers. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Whatever yeah. the people around you to protect you. You know what I mean, yeah. like uh, man handlers. I, I like it. Bodyguards, yeah. man handlers. Um, you know, I'm gonna have well, to get no. a man handler. That'd be great. You know, i just be like, "Hey, you should be doing more." I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm lazy. Sorry, dude. I wish. I mean, but you get that level of success or whatever. But the thing is,
1: I really wish that I had like faith in what he says because he used to be a reputable politician but the fact that he was on the uh the happy event of january 6th the uh the holiday takeover uh i i just don't uh have faith in his uh, his word man like like you know there's a yeah. whole yeah. ignorant exactly. portion of america
0: yeah but hopefully uh, uh rach case two will be coming and so that was the Clarence Thomas thing and so Clarence Thomas issued that statement when they declined to hear the uh, section 280E tax case by the Supreme Court so you still if you're a cannabis license holder lucky you but you, you get double taxed unfortunately and so hopefully though they can they can wage a new rage case and get the uh, federal laws invalidated that way because that was 16 years ago before this whole um Strange, opportunistic, double enforcement that they have. So, like, you know, you can't arrest them, you can't have the DEA bust them if it's state law compliant, but you can still double tax them and strip them away from banking. Uh, it's just really, really annoying. Watching from the Philippines, yeah, I, I,
1: I, I it, man, thank you, man, and yeah, watching <laughs> politicians line their mouth is moving. But you know, I honestly just don't think shit's gonna happen until we get rid of the filibuster, like. The fact that cannabis has just gotten to the topical conversation of politics where they're not afraid to say, you know, I believe in legalization. It's been a wrong injustice, Right. Like uh, one of the videos I've been thinking about doing is about, uh, uh, you know, the big topic out there that everybody's scared about is critical race theory. Prohibition is an example of like the highest level of critical. Like what? a law created to suppress both uh, black and brown and poor, right? Which and to- and
0: then also liberals. And so, like, by the yeah. 70s, it was also extended into the liberals, where it's like, all right, well, we can't have this un-American thought out there. Meanwhile, as we have legalized weed, we've just created cartels in some states, like Washington or Illinois, and then we have a fair market capitalism, like in Michigan and Oklahoma. So, uh, you talk about un-American. Weed laws and, then, in some states. and this is based off of, right, the
1: prohibition is based off of, a uh, 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 racist like uh, makes a you turn into a bad or it makes a uh, uh, white women want to make love the black men. But like with real studies like the Washington University recently, the novel study of high potency cannabis shows memory effects like that's still not a, a basis to for prohibition to, to incarcerate somebody. You know, what I mean, like right. we have real studies now that are showing what the negative effects are. But we have a lot of studies showing the positive effects.
0: That's true. But it is. It's a novel study of saying that high-potency cannabis does have an effect on memory, according to Washington State University. For the study that was published in Scientific Reports, researchers observed cannabis users over Zoom as they smoked high-potency weed or vaped concentrates, shout-out to 710, uh, from legal dispensaries in Washington State where it's legal. And then they gave these uh, subjects some cognitive tests via Zoom. I question their a high level potency. Like, what are? I mean, if you if you have subjects
1: in Texas, you're you're not you're not hitting the top level <laughs> of uh, legal legality there, right? Or uh, it's weird how we try and like you said, legalize morality, also legalize nature. Like, like we create this like barrier of like, okay, now it's weed, which it's all cannabis, right? Like marijuana, hemp, uh, their cousins, sisters, brothers. However you want to look at it, however it makes you feel better inside that, okay. I'm smoking Delta 8 off of hemp versus actual weed. Either way, end of the world's not going to (laughs) happen. You
0: know? Right. Silly 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 yep. thing but the researchers also found no impact on the users performance on decision making tests in comparison to the sober control group but they did find some memory impairments related to free recall source memory and false memories which is one of the reasons why most weed people they believe in ghosts goblins and also aliens
1: well i mean like the thing about the cannabis culture you know is that the it takes a lot of people. I mean, that isn't what America is, right? I mean, but if there's so many conspiracies that are true or can be true, like if possibilities like you and me having an FBI record, I mean, the yeah. fact that – the Government was active on squashing the liberals, you know, squashing this uh, uh, liberal voice, which is weird, like like progress. Like, why are we going to squash progress?
0: Uh, Control. It's all about controlling people so that they are good little consumers and then you can use them until they're dead. But, you know, I did want to give a shout out to the DGC. So if anybody's here that's watches the dude grow show or what is it called? DGC, dude Grow crew maybe as that's what it is but yeah the dude grows show is a really good youtube uh, podcast and guys should all check that out as well but the studies were also in line with previous research on low potency cannabis this study is one of the few to investigate cannabis that contains much more than 10 percent thc and only the second study known to examine the effects of cannabis concentrates isn't that odd there's only been two studies to examine cannabis concentrates that is uh i, I even think Israel would be above that, you know, like because there's a
1: lot of uh cannabinoid tests over in Israel. Yeah, so you have to be something around like- since
0: day one, too. You know, so since hash has been around <laughs> since day one, you figure like people would have actually studied that stuff more,
1: yeah, or maybe they've done it uh inadvertently because you know, to. You know, to get to certain levels, you have to do, uh, you know, stress the plant, treat the plant, uh, extract from the plant. So maybe they are using actual, like, say, a rosin press, you know, like they, they've learned early on. Like, you know, if you squeeze it with heat, you get a little juice, and we need to test that. But, but I, I mean, is that – who knows what the actual – uh what do you call it the product that they're testing with the, well, what the well they I
0: mean? were testing the own, uh, people's stash and so that's why they were doing youtubes mm. and uh, youtube zooms so for the study that began in 2018 they found a way to study this high potency cannabis while still complying with federal guidelines because the study uh, participants bought their own products and used those products in their own homes
1: oh shit so well, this is pretty funny for all cannabis uh, using groups, the researchers found no effect on the range oh wait you already read that one, but this one however, the groups that smoked cannabis flour with CBD did worse on verbal free recall trials. I I don't know if that's really like CBD's never made me like not been able to, talk like that's just my own insecurities
0: I, I don't know i don't know i i just watched the mike judge movie idiocracy and so i might you know be like nuh-uh and just and start saying stuff like that but that's only because i really enjoy uh, idiocracy from mike judge <laughs> however yeah, yeah i didn't know cbd made people more likely to be like botching their words
1: it's, it's if you go nuh-uh and you say nine eleven, then you can be a politician
0: yep that's right of course not I'm not sure if 911 still what it is anymore I mean we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of it now and finally we're out of Afghanistan <laughs> which is hilarious, but, um, Christ, that's weird. So, oh, yes, we cannabis using groups did poorly on false memory tests with when given a new word and asked if that had been presented before, they were more likely to say that it had when it had not. So that's another reason you should smoke weed is because it'll make you way more suggested. And so like, if somebody goes, Hey, you remember that? You'd be like, yeah, even though nobody's ever told you anything.
1: That's so funny. You know who can really smoke weed? I'm just so excited. I forget because it's almost 420. Uh, but yesterday, after the, uh, I attended a dad roast and do all the hanging out, I went with my homeboy to his house, and we watched the uh, McGregor fight. Oh Spoiler alert. I, if anybody I, didn't McGregor. see that shit.
0: Well, I didn't think there was a spoiler. I mean, like, I just, ESPN reports on that stuff. So, like, yeah. you know, I, the only thing that I saw on that that I, I thought was hilarious was uh, Joe Rogan standing next to two other guys that kind of were the exact same height and haircut as Joe Rogan uh, because there was three bald guys all about five six. He was in the middle in a black suit. The guy to the left was, uh, like, in a pink suit, and the guy to the right was in a blue suit. And I'm like... Who set this up? That's hilarious. Oh, well, maybe he's got a good, like, again, handler.
1: Someone's like, hey, we need, or maybe some. they're all on, like, stools and different, like, steps, you know. But well, you,
0: know, you have to have a good producer when you're at that level, you know. Lauren does yeah. a great job taking care of us. And then that new bumper that we had at the beginning of the show was awesome. We're going to have another bumper yeah. here right now. Oh, my gosh, it's that oh, time again, God. everybody. Yeah, we're going to do a 420 somewhere, and then we're going to come back for an unboxing. Check it out. So, let's check out my new house. Uh, and and, and sure. shout out four twenty three sixty five. I was going to try to do an unboxing, and this is one of the. This is my new um, place, and so here it is. Uh, Miggy and I are going to have to narrate for it because, as you can see. First off, I forgot my lights, and that's why I have the uh, the, the Frankenstein looking lighting. And uh, the other thing was the Lavalier microphone's battery is dead. So uh, this is just the first part. And now, Miggy, we got to like uh, narrate whatever. Okay, here's the real one. So shout out to 420 365. Yeah. Uh, they sent us a box. And what's in the box? We're going to find what's in out, the box? right? What's in the box? What's in the box? 2365 box. It is. uh, Let's see here. Paper. Lots of paper. Oh, that's right. They handed us a whole bunch of these uh, rolling cones that are really, really cool. Oh, nice. Uh, guess the name our strain today we're going to mail you some of these uh, rolling cones and again shout out to 420 365 my bad for not checking my microphone before i um try to do an unboxing this is our basement uh, and uh, they also sent us some lighters and some other nice, nice. care packages we'll, we'll mail those ones out to you as well uh, and you can find them at 420 365 dot com uh thanks for uh giving us a box sorry i did not check my lavalier microphone before i actually did the unboxing something i will rectify immediately do not feel bad dude i've done that before oh yeah they're right oh, there man, probably hooking and saying like you know don't forget to like and subscribes and then tune in <laughs> on sundays for cannabis legalization news and end.
1: see i'm so glad you do that dude <laughs> I mean, like, I know it's necessary to say, and, and I realize people, and I'm not calling anybody stupid. I just think by now, with the internet and age of now, we all know just clicking one little like helps the people you're watching or helps the thing that,
0: you know, will support. Brought, to, so, you by Brought right. to you by Carl's Jr.'s. Brought to you by Carl's Jr.'s. Why do you keep saying that? I? I just get paid whenever I do. Brought to you by Carl's Juniors.
1: Right, dude? I'm just saying, like, like,
0: please help us. Right, help us help you. <laughs> help us help you legalize weed correctly. Don't let you become Florida. Or even worse, Georgia. Or even, like. Washington State. You know, Washington State could fix yeah. it. Illinois could fix it. And there's a, there's, there's a process to do it, in, which is very long and
1: boring. That's why we're here. But uh, how about the gray area process, the place I like to be in? Is so many gray areas
0: safe? in cannabis. So many. Let's talk about. Oh, well, there's a gray area. Miggy's face. Ah! <laughs> King, gang. Uh,
1: legal gray area allows opening and cannabis friendly campground in Harrison. I, this is Maine. So, Maine Shady yeah. Madison is the owner of uh, La- Laughing
0: Grass. Love it. Camp, Camp Laughing Laugh Grass, newly opened um, cannabis friendly uh, crampground in Harrison. <laughs> Her
1: campground is to, is one of the some to expect. Well, 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 several non-canvas business taking advantage of vacation land long-awaited legal canvas market. I didn't know they call uh, that area vacation land,
0: but oh hey, yeah, cool. everybody goes to Maine. In fact, I was just talking with John Stossel, and uh, you know, shout out to him. I should be on uh, John Stossel's uh, YouTube channel in a couple of weeks. He was interviewing me while he was in Cape Cod, which I think is in Maine, but I'm I'm not sure.
1: That's cool, man. I, I'm looking forward to hearing it, dude.
0: And uh, but yeah, so uh, looking forward to the subscriber pop. If we get on his show and then like the next day we might wake up to an extra 10,000 subscribers because they have like 20 times the subscribers that we have. If we had 600,000 subs, damn,
1: yeah, yeah, but yeah, and then you know, he, I think he appeals to an older crowd too, like an older political crowd, which, yeah,
0: totally great. Thank you, uh, Panic Freak. Cape Cod is in Massachusetts, which may or may not be true. I'm just taking it from one of my viewers knowing what he's talking about. Or yeah. sure. I can't tell with Panic Freak. That could be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Camp
1: Lavergast boasts 10 campsites, though Madison hopes to expand uh, that to 20 by next year. Uh, the camp is BYOB, bring your own bud, and smoking cannabis is encouraged. Drinking alcohol is discouraged. Smoking tobacco is prohibited. Ooh, that's a, that's a big stance right there, though. I mean, I like that stance. Yeah, it's like that's my spot, but uh yeah. So what about this? Smokers.
0: We need to get on the horn with uh, Bobby Tuna uh, down in Florida to get some of his True Leaf money and, and open up one of these 420 retirement homes. Shout out to Robin Thomas; he's one of our members. If you guys like the show, consider subscribing, and then also join as a member. You get a lot of free stuff in there. From that, that shirt right there that Mickey's wearing, if you become a legalizer in chief, we'll mail you one. There it is. And then Miggy and I are going to be doing the show live together next week because the tour is going to uh, Seattle. On Friday, I'll be in, and we're going to be talking with growers, uh, retail, and also processors. The stuff that we are wanting to get to you guys that are watching is lessons and understanding of what these guys wish they knew when they got in the biz. So it should be really cool. be
1: interesting because we're one of the older states, so one of the first states. But I just think it's so funny how the laws evolve, the uh, the business has evolved. Uh, seeing some of like the the grows I like, you know, their quality grows. Uh, uh, stay stay alive. Five. From Medical days to recreational because they, they maintain the same practices, and Washington is a hard nut to crack, though, even on the market side. Uh, dude, I was at, at, seven, uh, at the Davis or Davros yesterday. Uh, some dude told me like he watched our show all the time. So,
0: if you're watching now, dude, thanks. Hi, but uh, yeah, but like, I gotta, it's gotta nice to watch. shout out to Timothy O'Leary, man. That sucks. 27 and a half yeah. months for two and a half ounces of the truck of a 17 year old undercover DEA agent working for his father in December of '98. Thank goodness uh, that Robacher uh, Farr, like that one guy who swears that marijuana. Is going to be legal by 2022. Uh, put that stuff in the budget. But 1998, we were the the country was still completely banning this product, and and, and that happened. And I'm sorry that happened, bro. But you know, thanks for tuning in, and I. I- can't because you guys comment so much it's then you have to undo it (laughs) yeah
1: i just i think it's uh honestly man i mean i know we're way further than i've been doing this for 20 years i spent most of my adult life freaking cheerleading for this plant and uh We're further than we are, but I don't still think – it's going to still be a state-by-state issue no matter what for the longest time when it comes to legalization. I just don't – unless the filibuster is done, unless we get rid of this filibuster. Right now, we all have a bunch of dangling fruits, whether you're left, right, middle. I don't care who you are. Shit ain't going to happen until – like McConnell has literally stopped any process going on for 12 years. It's not whether it's Trump's fault, Obama's fault. It's McConnell's fault. He's the one who pushed the hemp bill.
0: Yeah, but so, then I think they changed the rules of the filibuster in 2013, and that's when it became this thing where they just said, I intend to object as opposed to, that's cute, bro. I'm glad that you intend to object. Go down and frickin' yeah. object and talk and hold the floor until you can't no more. And then, yeah. you know, I don't I don't care if they allow him to tag team out, so then you'd have, like, some douche twat, like, okay, some people really like Ted Cruz. I like to call him a douche twat. That's my choice. So yeah. if you like Ted Cruz, I think you like a douche twat, but whatever. And so uh, some guy like him, he can go and like read green eggs and ham for hours And then when he gets tired and he's about to fall asleep, he could tag out to like Strom Thurmond. He'll come back from the dead and start talking about racist crap, uh, which would be hilarious. You know, that's how you get the viewers like the Senate used to be a lot. Think about that. We're going live now to the Senate filibuster on weed. We can't do it, kids. Think about the children. This is this is not what Jesus taught you. You are not supposed to be using the marijuana plant that comes from the Middle East. Of course not.
1: Yeah, well, if you think about it, though, like, the, the consumer, like, early days during the, the early American uh, time, uh, politicians, this was the entertainment, right? So, like, the filibuster did, like, it, it gave it informed the, the citizens about the person that's freaking running for them. You know, we have Twitter for that right now, right? Just go to, your like, your local politician and see the crazy shit they tweet. And you know if you, like, stand with that person or not. Like, would you invite them to your barbecue or not? But the... Bringing the filibuster back the way it was would make shit happen so much better because it, it, really we're, we're allowing these people not to work. We're allowing them not to take a stance. We're, we're willing by keeping the filibuster the way it is.
0: Definitely. Yeah, man. I tell you what, though. I mean, it's it's one of these legal loophole dealies. And so uh, marijuana social clubs are not allowed in, in Maine. Uh, and Madison isn't selling or operating an adult use for medical campus storefront. So the camp doesn't fall under the main office of marijuana policies jurisdiction. She's operating outside the bounds of that jurisdiction in, in a state where it is legal. And that kind of sucks because a lot of these uh, municipalities have been banning private clubs or there's also the Smoke Free America Act that each state. Has adopted, and that's one of the reasons why. If you are trying to open a consumption lounge, very often you may have a tobacco retailer's license. Very cool stuff. Uh, if you guys are also trying to open a social consumption lounge, you know, get in touch with me. It's Illinois. Hopefully, we're going to have them. But you know what? I tell you what. The the next story that is something that I wasn't expecting.
1: Oh shit! Yeah, the the uh, Ohio State trooper saves a uh, choking driver.
0: As you were saying. Nice. I like that. Nice. <laughs> so Ohio surprised. State Trooper saves a choking driver's life.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean the, so the Ohio YouTube channel you can follow on YouTube. I follow them on well, I used to follow my Facebook when I do all my when I used to do all the, the uh, trolling the police, uh, but here you know prime example of why prohibition can kill, right? It's not just bullets. It's it's a uh, uh, here this young man swallowed a gram, uh, a couple grams of uh, weed, and I don't know if it was in a baggie or not. They don't say in the story, nor you know where he's coughing, but. After the, the poor guy, you know, gets it out. Uh, he's just so apologetic to the cop. And he's like, dude, you should not be sorry. You know, uh, uh, officer, uh, I'm sorry. And he's like, what happened? And he's like, I swallowed weed. And then the cop's like, sit down. Like, like all of a sudden, just becomes a dad. Like, you're like, dude, this, you know, that's just, you're a dick. You know I mean? I appreciate him saving his life, but like, didn't have to be so...
0: Uh, yeah, but judging, then again, like if it wasn't so, uh, if if the law was different, he wouldn't have been sitting there trying to do like that that gag from the beginning of Super Troopers, where the dudes just eating all the bag of weed and and then the other drugs they, they passed him. But is that what was going on? He's like, oh crap, I, I can't get arrested, and you know and he's just trying to like eat plants. You have any idea how hard it would be if I just started eating this stuff right now? No way. I would need a lot more water.
1: No, dude.
0: <laughs>
1: and I've seen a guy eat a pound of weed like for uh, 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 like a, a stance. And it does. You need water, dude. Like, like it's like a hot dog eating contest. You can't just sit there and
0: chug all that shit down. You got to wash it down. <laughs> well, but hot dogs dry your to try it eventually. Yeah. Hot dogs were designed to be eaten. Well, weed was designed to be smoked. That is different. You know,
1: I mean, like uh, nature. and you can eat anything. Technically, it's a flower.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how it is. Well, you know what? Uh, we got a little bit of international yeah. news. Oh yeah, we do. Do we have the international? Here, nothing. nada. We
1: good? Oh shit.
0: Oh. Yeah, Lil Baby and James Harden were uh, released by French cops after a weed weed bust. So Lil Baby and James Harden are like, hey, man, you're going to be in the NBA finals? Not want to go to France? Sure. And then uh, they smoked some weed, and that got uh, them in trouble. So they stopped by police in Paris with a report claiming the rapper was arrested for weed
1: man dude yeah i saw this and uh you know little baby tweeted out he's good when he got out but just to see that he was possibly because they they said he could have faced i think five years of the penalty for what he had you know if he didn't have a celebrity status if he didn't have the the, the media uh alertness would he be out of prison by now you know
0: i i think not yep. that's probably right that's probably right now do you know why little baby and and uh, james harden were in france like a fashion
1: show, I think, or some shit. No, uh,
0: it's Paris Fashion Week. You we can put that in the the shit I didn't know uh, bumper on that. <laughs> I did not know it was Paris Fashion Week, and that's why I'm wearing a suit. Paris Fashion. Week. No. no, your your tribute to? Uh, no, I uh, uh, the guy is getting married, and so after the show, I got to go to a wedding. Oh, right on. oh shout out to the guy <laughs> and so like he's my uh cultivation consultant and so uh, i've been filming his home grow uh with the new mars hydro lights and so uh he'll he'll also be helping me set up my home grow as well so i can do some more filmings of of the various uh lights that we've been getting and we also have another light sponsor that's sending us one for a two and a half by a two and a half i got a girl in you know here, here.
1: She, oh yeah how's the girl now, doing out there four
0: foot tall doing so well. and we're losing Miggy a little bit it's getting a little grainy Miggy is everybody in your serious? house on the internet God, that could be a let me get out for a second I'll come back all right let, while you're doing yeah. that technical difficulties we weren't going to hit that bumper let's hit the name the strain bumper and then um, do some name that strain and hopefully yeah. Miggy fixes it what's going on people Here's our strain that you are going to name. Picture, that's it. Look at that stuff. I tell you, that almost looks machine-trimmed to me because you see how uniform it is? It has some very dark green hues, but no purpling. Uh, And purpling, of course, that's a verb. Um, I'm going to try to get my head to be the, the, the nugget. Okay, perfect. Now you are tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News. That is, have a nugget. That's just talking to you. What strain do you think that is? Uh, and red hairs. You know, there's a lot of red hairs on there. Perhaps that has something to do with the name, but I bet it actually has to do with its terpene profile. Uh, it is a pretty interesting one. Its parents, and I, this will be the hint that we'll give, will be the parents are granddaddy purple and an F1 derb, which I'm assuming is Durbin poison. So granddaddy purple crossed with Durban poison you're looking at it get those strain guesses in Miggy is joining us Miggy uh you misnamed that strain but I don't think anybody's guessed it yet he's kind of getting there hopefully it's going to stop buffering and can you hear us bro oh yeah I can hear you
1: good can you hear me okay
0: oh no he's back I got six kids downstairs (laughs) six kids downstairs yeah, that is one of the reasons uh, why I kept this house. This is now the home office of the company, and so I deduct all this shit. Uh, but now, then I go back to where the kids are, and it is just screaming. Boom. Nice. Oh, out! Shout out to Mechanicus TV, and so or Mechanicus TV. Uh, we're going to be sending them a whole bunch of 420-365 So thanks, bro, for guessing that. That was actually a pretty quick one. You two, Steven Zelinski or Ziziewski or Zashevsky, Miggy, try to pronounce Steven's last name. Z-Y-S-Z-K. That, is that five vowels in a row? Uh, not vowels. Consonants? Man, yeah. I got a Yugoslavian friend. I can say his name. I cannot say that name, my friend. All right. Well, I'm sure he can. <laughs> it is his name after all. Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, America. That's all I got, brother. America. You know what? You know what is uh, some other stuff that we weren't expecting? FBI. The FBI. The FBI has updated their policy uh, to uh, loosen employment for would-be Mer- uh, uh, FBI agents. Oh, man, I can't be an FBI agent because I recreationally and medicinally smoke cannabis because it is awesome? That's terrible. But let's see what they're saying here. And one of the latest signings of the cannabis reform movement as having some federal impact as more states uh, enact legalization, the FBI has quietly updated its hiring policies within the past month to make it so candidates are only automatically disqualified from Joining the agency if they admit to having used marijuana within one year of applying. So when I apply and they ask me, I'll be like, no. So dude, anyway, common uh, sense does not apply to
1: fucking government, dude. When I when I joined a Navy, uh-huh. I, I walked in with dreadlocks. And right. and, 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 uh, uh, and this is how and you left. Recruiter, well, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. My, but my recruiter dude goes, How many times have you tried marijuana? And I'm just like, I just stood there staring like, I don't I, I, And he's like, three? That's a good answer Three?
0: Okay, that sounds right Wait, yeah, number, he man. told you three? Yeah That's hilarious
1: <laughs> But see, that's how it works that that question would have been like,
0: You mean today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to think And then that's the thing, it's like These, how the government How people in charge Were trying to prevent Um Messed up things from happening, right? Like, that's why we have rules, to prevent accidents and things like that. Cannabis consumption is not the thing that prevents, like, like telling people what to do on their weekend is even worse, because then you're stressing them out, like, like well, not in the military. Like that, but the working.
0: cannabis plant has Good. therapeutic benefits, man. And so, like, yes, life is stressful as crap. And so your endocannabinoid system can get knocked out of whack and cause a whole bunch of malala maladies maladies like it's a word yes. that i've seen which basically means illnesses <laughs> Well, I mean,
1: look, I, I went, that thing I went to yesterday, the Davros, right? I took a mm-hmm. friend of mine who doesn't consume as much cannabis as I do. And, right. and uh, uh, he smoked half a joint. And uh, I think that was uh, some joint that I had. And my, my friend just sat in the chair and was happy for, for, for days. Like, he was good. And then after he recouped, we went home because he was tired. And the thing is, is, if that was an alcohol event, there wouldn't the worst case scenario for cannabis is I'm going to take a nap. You know, mm-hmm. with alcohol, it's I'm going to get behind a wheel of a car and, and drag race. You know, there's,
0: yeah. you know, you don't, you it's don't feel it in a completely different way. It's fascinating yeah. that we haven't provided nuance or uh, new analysis or levels of education for the evolution of our knowledge as a species regarding the cannabis plant, but yet we haven't. Yeah, I mean the policy just hasn't shaped It's still shaping
1: like you're not Getting the the good employees Because they can't work for you Uh, You know, and, and, and Finally though, like the Nevada Athletic Commission They're recognizing
0: that, you know Well, that's good. I'm glad that Nevada is recognizing it. Maybe I'll be able to go and uh, register for a fight there. What does this mean? The Nevada Athletic Commission rules that marijuana possession and use will not disqualify fighters. So what's that? Yeah, so the Nevada Athletic Commission, which regulates boxing and other unarmed
1: combat, unanimously amended its anti-doping policy on Wednesday to longer ban athletes' no longer been athletes for the use of possession of cannabis or use or possession of cannabis. Uh, you know, the changes come right after uh, track start field star, uh, Shaqiri, uh Richardson's uh, stuff in the Olympics, by the way, uh, I believe it's the, uh, the federal government's trying to uh, help uh, overturn the uh, Olympic policy as well. Um, I'm not they sure should. we had that story on here. Yeah, yeah. So the
0: owner Ohio- as well, but like she's still out of the games. That's the bad. Oh, thing. Yeah. I mean, like she's, like, yeah. they, I mean, I realize that she's only 21, but so what? You know, it was, look, I don't care that she's got another four years, but like she should go there now. You know, yeah, that's where prohibition feels. Right. Because we can't become true our true greatness. Right. Like like this whole like, like she would have had Advil for her pain as opposed to cannabis. She would have fine. Wait, right. Wait, like she could have taken Advil. Yeah.
1: But on a morality and justice scale, this this does this, 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 this makes us America be on the wrong side of things as far as like how it should be. You Know just because she gets a second chance, there shouldn't be a second chance. You know, this young lady, and if she's high and beating people, I'm just sorry, man. If, if the fastest girl in, in the world's high and, and beats me, what does that say about
0: our people? Like, our, you our need bar to be in general, really, really relaxed to run fast. <laughs> just saying the bar in general for like our society, like,
1: I mean, like, so you mean like if I'm not high and I work out every day, I'll be faster than her. Hmm. Nah, man, that's not just how it works. Genetics, there's also, yeah, genetics, you know.
0: But then here's also the metabolites amount. So the new changes mean that drug tests that show more than 150 nanograms of marijuana metabolites per milliliter limit will not disqualify a fighter. Still, athletes who show up noticeably intoxicated would be barred from the competition. So therefore, to psych yourself up before your fight where you're going to go into uh, a ring with someone, and people are going to pay money to watch you two injure one another. Before you do that, they're drawing the line of, like having like a smoke circle where you're just getting chiefed out before you go into the fight. They're like, no, you can't right do before. that. Yeah, absolutely not. Look, yeah.
1: Let me tell you what, man. You know, there, there's, there's one person right now who should be smoking dabs and every flower in his mm-hmm. path right now. You know who that is?
0: I don't know. McGregor. Why, man? Like, fill us in on the fight. I didn't watch the fight. I'm not going to go so, do that, but what happened? Imagine this is my uh, my foot, right?
1: This is my uh-huh. foot. And then all of a sudden, I'm backing up. I'm backing up from my fight. And then all of a sudden, the foot in the middle, where there's no joints, splits. <laughs> His leg buckled out like... As he's backing up, the bottom what? up came up. Oh, it was so disgusting. You're we like, oh, like oh my god, because he took a hit earlier and 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 and, and uh, um, fractured it. Like he's saying no. Oh, so this no. is, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was really bad, dude. And this is where, like, you know, we treat like the athletes.
0: You know, they're all gladiators. You know, like you're the shit That's for. what they are. They're literally yeah. gladiators. It is the same bloodlust from 2000 years ago. And I don't think we I think we just dress ourselves up too much. And we just you know, we should really acknowledge that that's what that is. Yeah.
1: And then it's like the the fact that these men and now women like uh, Ricky Williams and uh, uh, other people who just been kicked out for sports. But like, you know they're just trying to treat themselves health-wise and also are villainized and, in a sense, victimized because of it. This is the well, a result of prohibition. You know, mm-hmm. this is... Hey this is welcome to America welcome to the world son I mean it shouldn't yeah. be that way Free but they're going to
0: revisit this policy in 6 months and I bet yeah. this policy is going to it's good I mean like if you're abusing your body that badly you need some neuroprotectants and pain you know uh, palliative care and it's yeah. the neuroprotection that's not going to come from the opioids and not not to say like there's the opioids don't have any place when it comes to treating pain but they should have a much more limited place in the scope of the other substances that you could Use. So, uh, but Bob Bennett is the commissioner's executive director, and he said, Marijuana is considered to be a substance of abuse and not a performance enhancing drug. I think our goal is to test performance enhancing drugs in an effort to ensure there's a level playing field.
1: I mean, I think, you know, we've been doing our own studies, you know, for what, past two years, every Sunday mm-hmm. and Wednesday, you know, right. mostly Sundays. And uh, yeah, I don't that's, know,
0: that's not the work day. You know, that's the remember yeah. the Sunday show was supposed to be the um, uh, the activist uh, themed show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'm just saying, like, how do you think this, uh, the experiment's
1: going for your life in general? Has cannabis like ruined your day in, in perspective? Like cannabis
0: has been paying my salary for like a year. Plus, plus the, no, it's been uh, a year and three months uh, because I, I made a very bad mistake in April of 2020. I uh, got out of all the other non-cannabis clients that I had and got rid of them, well, uh, and so there was that.
1: And, that. and here's another thing about prohibition because you are a fine example of how blinders occur on people. With prohibition, because you left a firm that would not accept uh, you thinking that this could be a possible industry,
0: right? Uh, uh, man, it was one of those weird ones where I joined it when it was like no. By the time I was out of it, it was like yes. And then like the cannabis uh, wing of that practice area was me and one other guy, Alex Lenowitz. And like Alex is now the COO at Redbud Roots out in Michigan because you could actually f and get a license as opposed to in Illinois where you know. Ain't nothing going on in Illinois, except right. so, for yeah.
1: But you got the East Coast kind of thing down. Uh, are you familiar with Aaron Pelly over here in the West Coast? No. So Aaron Pelly, uh was an early uh, uh, Washington State, uh, Seattle-based lawyer. Uh, during medical times, he would help develop contracts as medical dispensaries, pot shops try to be legal. Right, like right. every pot shop in its own respect, like did weird things, and they were all just trying to be in confines of a law that said we have medical cannabis. You as a citizen they allowed medical cannabis uh, And then the said okay we're going to make collectives We're going to make these temporary collectives Where I walk into a shop I sign a piece of paper I'm saying I'm legally part of your entity Until I walk out the door Kind of like a private party Right. Yeah, and, I, and like nonprofits
0: this, were the style in California then, so it kind of was more like one of those nonprofit collective type of things where they've they were like, okay, we're just going to do it for the patients, we're not doing it for the money, and then yeah. over time they were just doing it for the money. Like, well, well and that's exactly. I mean,
1: again, the patient is a great conversation. We'll always be there. But the patients are what brought us to the point we're at now. Uh, But the thing is, when it was the black uh, or the outlaw market and medical market in Washington State, uh, again, I had a chance to be a shop owner. I could have just with $5,000. Paid for my city business license, paid for my rent, and then established, boom, I'm a store, you know, as long oh. as I'm in the zoning shit and all that shit, right? I mean, and then I got to keep my books and all that other stuff, but, uh, you know, and I wish I took that opportunity, because I'm, I'm glad to see a lot of, I, I like seeing people successful in Canvas. people who do the right shit, who grow a plant properly, and then just do your numbers, you, you know what it takes to grow something, you know, you know what it takes, how much water, electricity, uh, your time, you know, you know, we, as a capitalist society, we all know that it takes time and money to do things. And, yeah. and people are willing to pay for your product, right? Like $10 pack of cigarettes out here in Washington State. $10 because of sin
0: taxes. Mm-hmm. So, Excise. Excise taxes, they do that in, in weed. And uh, yeah. were just threw us five bucks and he asked a question. So, you know, if you want to ask any questions, throw us five bucks. Why not? Uh, would federal legalization allow products to come in from other states? Yes. That is a yes. dormer commerce clause uh, argument. And so you are, would actually have interstate commerce once the – if the feds did what the – to THC, what they did to the rest of the cannabis plant with the 2018 Farm Bill with its definition of hemp – that you could drive THCO through. And so, uh, if they would do that and they just deschedule it and they throw it over to the USDA, you're going to get all the interstate commerce. And so, if you're watching us from Oregon or wherever the price of an ounce is like, you know, a hundred bucks, uh, you can pick up the phone and be like, hello, Illinois, listen to this. And so ship it. And then Illinois be like, no, you're only allowed to buy from uh, licensed people from inside the state. Uh-uh, au contraire, mon frère, because now you have that same dormant uh, uh, commerce clause argument against them. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. But at that point, though, so like, yes, the, the federal law
1: is the only law prohibiting the, uh, uh, the interstate transaction. But like, you're still not going to be an upcomer, like, say, like, oh, well, I got a garden out here. Now I can start selling to Idaho. But right. because my state's going to come after me, right? So you got to look at your local laws and be that kind of abiding citizen. Cause yeah, the, the interstate will happen, but your state's going to create a barrier before you, you know, they're going to find a reason to come after you and tax and get that money at period. If you're doing, if they're making money, shipping things out, they're going to want part of that. And that's the and inevitable. And that was, what I was trying to get back to. So with Aaron, uh, back in the early days of the contracts, like, and then as each dispensary was doing things like they were even doing like tax, right? Like they were trying to make their books legit. Like we, Got this much. We know commerce is going to be coming after us one day. Uh, some some stores would tax us, and then everyone did their thing different. Uh, Aaron transitioned to now, which is the five hundred two market. But what he did was he went to his law firm and said, "Hey, this canvas thing is becoming a thing. Let me head that division." And and then he's booming. And that's why I was. I thought about you, man, because it's like, did because I thought you tried to approach him, say, hey, "We can do this," but so you decided, "Oh, I'm just going to be on my own accord and do it then," because
0: you do uh, have the yeah. Well, like it was just one of those deals where I don't. I didn't really enjoy uh, certain aspects of uh, certain firms' cultures. And so, like, large law firms' cultures will just grind you. You are are supposed to build 2,000 hours, whether you're asleep or not, whether you're on vacation or not, whether you're in court or out of court, 2,000 hours a year. And uh, that's just no way to go through life. That is just stupid. And so I was out of that. And, and I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'll just do my own thing. Because the other stuff is, like, you're supposed to do that. But you're also just a random cog from Siri, uh, from Sector 7G. You're just a guy. You're just, oh, shit, yeah, leading lawyer, super lawyer, all that type of stuff. Uh, and then, you know, of course, it is nice that now I've been in, like, the Wall Street Journal and, like, marijuana business, whatever. You know, it's, so it, it's <laughs> not got you. But like, yeah. but then, like you see, because then you're not you're not just that that corporate blob from Series Seven G. You know, you are a guy that people know and they like, they trust, and they're going to call. And then it's your clients. It's like, and so I didn't I didn't like when somebody tried to steal my clients. And so I told them that, and then I, I started this, and then people call me. It's great. Nice. And then I call them, and then uh, and then I write down my time, and then we do things. Because you know who could you know who could use a lawyer? No. The trucking
1: industry. Trucking like industry the, definitely use a lawyer. Truckers in the trucking industry need a lawyer because the trucking industry is doubling down on booting marijuana smokers and is getting real ridiculous business insider. Uh, and I, I imagine, too, this is what prohibition is so shitty, too, because I imagine a lot of these guys who actually want to end prohibition just can't speak up because their job prohibits them. You know, mm-hmm. if, if we want to cry about First Amendment and council culture, Again, try having a job and having trying to be a sustainable adult. And speak of about cannabis, right? It, it it makes you you look you're still looked upon as inferior,
0: right? Because powers that be are charge. Yeah, that's right. They have judged you as <laughs> yeah. being less. They have judged you as being yeah. less, and so that is going on right now in the trucking industry, which for decades has been yelling about its shortage of drivers. And since 2011, executives have listed the support uh, the supposed shortage of drivers as the top ten concern in their annual survey. However, they are requiring people to uh, not use marijuana. And, you know, I, I, the unfortunate part of this is that industry will
1: always stand against, or at least the uh, uh, powers that be, because it's a federal thing, right? Once the federal stance changes, then I think the truckers will have more of a voice, more of an option to be like, mm-hmm. hey, why are we doing this? But until that, because that's the other thing, right? This is for insurance purposes, but the anybody driving, illegal.
0: yeah. Yeah. Lawsuits and insurance. That's exactly why it is. It's like, no, we cannot have them because as soon as they tested that person and they would say that was there, they would say, ah, oh, it's your fault because you yeah. had that in your system. Uh, and so it, it does. It is the continuation of the misperception of what this actual plant does. But the, it's it. That's how it is, and the federal law doesn't help with that. So yeah, man. Yeah. It's, uh, let's see. The hope is to get drivers who are uh, abuse harmful substances away from eight hundred eighty thousand pound vehicles barreling down the highway. But what's actually happening is the majority of those people that have pest- tested positive for marijuana uh, have been booted. Seventy three thousand drivers have been fired because of their positive drug tests tests of any ilk. Probably like random tests. You know, it's not like you. You had an accident,
1: you know. It could be like randoms going around because that's the thing that that's how all these companies catch you. Yeah. They catch you with the randoms, like and the and, and the randoms prove nothing. The randoms hurt your company. It hurts your bottom dollar. I think you know you're not catching the the bad employee. You know your book should be catching the bad employee, the the whatever the the product the the the, company, the employee himself. You know their quality of work is what come down to your company. Randoms do nothing. And it's unfortunate that these guys won't be able to speak out or have any lobbyists in their corner until I think a federal issue gets resolved.
0: Yeah. And the the alcohol multiplier effect for a fatal crash is 13.6, while marijuana has a 1.8 multiplier effect, according to one Columbia University study. It'd be interesting to see if that study can be redone. Uh, Not only that, there's also, no, there's just drivers that have had you know, success before, and it just sucks that they're being uh, thrown out of that industry and then they complain that they, they can't hire any drivers, but they won't change the rules. I wonder if Amazon yeah. truckers uh, have to not use cannabis or if Amazon truckers are okay by using cannabis because they know. Because
1: oh, I think the CDL test itself means that when you sign that CDL license, when you get that classification of drivers, you, you commit to the government that you're doing that already, too. So, you know, the 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 law is not in your favor, and and this is where... Uh, knowing the rules and how to change them, you know, knowing your local establishment, your policy, your, uh, uh, you know, we don't have, I know you guys have them out there, aldermans, you know, or, or congressmen, you know, all these people, you got to know your local ones to, and be involved to understand if you want something like that to change, you know, I think uh, yeah. it's a that truckers can't just smoke cannabis in their off time. You know, if anybody needs to smoke, it's a guy, a girl
0: who's been driving fucking 13 hours a day. Right alone. I mean, I'm not worried about them because other ones are driving about them. doing too many pills and, and other things and, and alcohol. Yeah. I mean, like if they're smoking some weed at the end of the day and they get a good night's sleep and then get back on the road in the morning, great. Uh, right. Yeah. And then not only that, like do you have any idea how fucking frustrating it must be to be a trucker? Uh, your traffic jams. Tra- traffic jams is your office. Yes. So people hate, hate you. Just zoom, zooming around
1: you. You deserve to get high. You deserve to smoke a bowl and have your endocannabinoid system
0: being relaxed. You deserve to be equal. Yeah. (laughs) It would be better for them. It would be better for them. But, again, that is a policy that has not yet seen the light of day because we're still doing the old policy. The old policy is what we're reporting on. No. Yeah.
1: Well, prohibition just encourages, again, like the safe side of people is, like, to always say no, right, to always – because – it's just unfortunate. I think this is why it's taken us so long to get where we're at with Prohibition. Like, to I mean, we're further than we ever were. But until shit like the uh, uh, filibuster is brought back to where it used to be, uh, we could be sitting on a more for a while. You know, everybody, Schumer could blah, blah, blah for the next coming six months, and and nothing's going to resolve. resolved. Wait, till. Soon isn't soon?
0: Oh, no. <laughs> Chuck Schumer told me. I could just see Chuck Schumer, like, right now. Just like, I told them soon. Seven months ago. And everybody's like, ah ha, ha. Seven months is soon. Yeah. Well, you know, again, these guys are always
1: blowing smoke. You know, it's like like uh, if you take it for face value, you're you're just already setting yourself up for disappointment. The, the way to actually just it's just to keep watching and keep looking, you know, like sometimes state by state, like in Ohio, you know, uh, Michael Willett and uh, all those guys are taking over county by county decriminalization. They're really doing it how they're taking over their state. They're going to they're going to freaking uh, uh, end prohibition in their state county by county, you know, and, and that's unfortunately what they need to do for their lifetime. Right. Because yeah. it's, it's not like anybody's going to pay big bucks. It's not all this big money being thrown to Ohio. People
0: don't see it as a market. A no, lot of it's places a head market, money. It's just really conservative. And so it has a very yeah. strict, highly limited market. So if we did a price check, uh, but we aren't going to do that now. We'll get to back to some price checks next episode. We'll do some in like Columbus, Ohio, just to talk about how dang expensive it is.
1: What if like all these conservative areas? Well, you know, it's even funny, though. No one saw Oklahoma happening. They're a conservative area, right? But, like, if we name more weed, like Jesus weed, will we get the conservatives more on our side? What do we need to do to get these guys? You know, I, I got nothing, man. Yeah. But you know, uh, Virginia's uh, shaping around their little uh, again
0: their black market as well. Uh, it's an interesting one because Virginia, if you're there, it's been legal for like eleven of the best days of your life. So, uh, a <laughs> bar in Virginia Beach offers a safe space to smoke weed or vape at Queen Green Apothecary in Virginia Beach. Caterie and twenty one years and older. Uh, catering C A R I T is that a word? I catering? Oh, catering. All right, like, but the uh, people that're 21 and older can light up and have a joint.
1: Now I wonder if they're doing cuz Virginia doesn't have any infrastructure still. They don't have regulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, the gray market, like the campground, here in Washington State, we had a place that was called Frank's Place, and it was because a gentleman owned his building, and he owned the ground, the land it was on. And he said, I'm going to allow cannabis. And he had two stores. He had a barn downstairs and a smoking uh, cannabis area upstairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the every time they tried to come after him, he, he had the uh, legal right, to have a private party, right? This is where we're at, where people who already own the property have to make that stance. And that's how we get so far where we're at. Um, Cause until people like that, who've, who've built success, I mean, it, it takes success to have a, a piece of land. And, you know. and, and that, that's like kind of the American,
0: uh, 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 uh uh, and again, you have to be careful with these, though. I mean, like these laws are different all over where you go. And so in, in a lot of states, they have the Smoke-Free Act. And so that's one of the reasons why uh, it's it just might be illegal to have a cannabis bar in certain jurisdictions. And so it gets hyper-local at the municipal level. Uh, some municipalities create uh, these wonderful exemptions from uh, the Smoke-Free Act by redefining what the definition of smoking is to include cannabis. And so we advocate that Over here but um, that's one Way and then some just flat out Prohibited I I don't don't think you should do That
1: well it's funny how you mentioned About the smoke-free act like in Washington state we have a smoke-free Act right and one of the things that They got around it was it it talks about Tobacco not cannabis and and so like that Was the Washington state like private Party type thing Uh, we'd have a market Here I'd I'd pay five bucks going to this Market which was a private party and uh, uh, You would have like tables full of Weed where you could just like buy an eighth or quarter or get free dabs. And uh, it was just insane. And the reason why they were able to consume in the house, like in the building was because they said, yeah, no one's smoking cigarettes in here. Cigarettes are prohibited. Like, like that was a, another law type argument yeah. that no one wanted to go through in court and come after these guys.
0: It's all of this that can come after you for right? It's it's just our evolution of our laws. Our laws evolve. And so the Smoke Free Act was like that. When I went to law school in Milwaukee, it was legal to smoke in bars. When I would go back home to visit Illinois, it would be illegal to smoke in bars because of the Smoke Free Act. And it was night and day difference. But then so few people, you know, continue to smoke. But the problem then is uh, smoking cigarettes has been like. Scientifically proven to cause lung cancer uh, Which is substantially different than Smoking cannabis Uh, And so they are two different things And I think we're starting to respect that more And that's why you have these social use lounges And consumption And then uh, events like uh, Hemp Fest Or it's called Hemp Fest in, in Washington State Right? Yeah yeah, Seattle Hemp Fest. Seattle Hemp Fest, or like in uh, the Detroit marijuana temporary event permit. That is that is something sweet. If your municipality had a temporary marijuana event permit, that is that's a, a nice municipality.
1: That I mean, that's that's the future for everybody. It's just a matter of time. I mean, we are eighteen states with one lawsuit pending and a store on an Indian reservation in that state, and our nation's capital, and two countries. They're bordering two countries. Like, at what point is this not going to be, like, why why is it still a thing? Why are people still losing time behind bars? Why, why is Nasgore and another 100 people I could probably
0: name if I had time? I mean, this is a very depressing fucking thing. This yes. is the worst. Yeah. Well, then also, it's like, why are we still using all this plastic? Oh, right, because you guys still haven't, like, legalized weed and then invested in uh, the research to get us off of it. Uh, How come our batteries are still made out of lithium? Oh, right, because you guys still haven't legalized weed and, like, put our research dollars to work in creating graphene. Um, Oh, okay, so, like, that's why. We're just doing it all to ourselves. We like shit. If we didn't like shit, Johnny, whatever his name is, wouldn't have eaten 75 goddamn Nathan's hot dogs on July 4th so that he could get on TV be like, oh, I did it. Hot dog. I mean, eating. really, our nation's holiday is a day of decadence. Period.
1: I mean, yeah. it, that is America. But like, you know, fudge, man. The fact that, like, yes, we could be so much a better place if we allowed for him for the for the textile producer. Right? Like, prohibition is shooting our own nation's viability in our foot because it's like, okay, now a forest that takes a hundred years to grow Mm -hmm. a hemp, same, same acre. You can, you can grow every fucking six months and and Mm -hmm. have trees and textiles and cotton, building materials
0: think about the building material industry and how revolutionized it could be through hemp research to create all those types of components that you need to build that effing house i tell you but uh, why don't we do that all oh, right right we still don't even have like a hemp futures contract or a spot market on that they just started allowing uh it to have crop insurance coverage and then if you're not growing it for its cbd flower you're growing it for its industrial use that's eh, expensive like you need a lot of research so like that's something that I, i'd like to see the agricultural universities like isu start research yeah. into hemp to see and then like just the building materials and the plastics and the graphene but you know as long as i'm wishing wishing i would also like a pony <laughs> but like i mean like how many rainforests
1: could have been saved already like how much of the rainforest like the the the, the excess of growing and the fact that we already have a plant that we know can cycle through and 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 reproduce you know consistently you know and with the studies like last week we talked about with the it doesn't take as much water so it's doing even less damage to the earth than you thought so one it's doing less damage when you grow it and two it's adding to your your textiles and your fuel and your your food industry it's a that's a multi-tier, like, sometimes I do wonder, like, what am I smoking as I talk about this shit? Because it's like, it's so insane that we're not already, or, you know, we're not funding that, right? Like, the infrastructure bill that's going through. We got these wackadoos, I don't think the
0: internet's part of it. Like, come I on. I tell you, it's enough to make you have a dose which is something that I enjoyed over the course of this broadcast, without fear. Unlike yes. something else that we use bumpers for. Right. Speaking of, we should um, take a bump. <laughs> yeah i think taking a bump is something else uh we can figure out another phrase to go on on bumpers for <laughs> thank you so much for taking a rip yeah i like that rip yeah uh, or hit <laughs> take a hit oh. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Make sure you like and subscribe to all cannabis legalization news. We'll see you on Wednesday.